this is Trisha. This episode is our third installment into the prayer of Jabez, and that's found in 2 Chronicles 4, verse 10. So join us as we find out how important the hand of God is for us in our everyday lives. Well, hello everybody. This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are... The Messengers. Hey. Of course. Are you guys ready for another episode? I am. All right. All right. <laughs> so what have we been talking about lately? We've been talking about the prayer of Jabez. Right. We've been breaking that down. And this week we're going to talk about, let your hand be with me. All right. So That's the prayer of Jabez saying. actually is found in 1 Chronicles 4.10. So let's kind of review that real quick. It says, Jabez cried out to the God of Israel. And this is what he said, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Amen. Right. So there's different versions out there that say things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. But today we're going to go with the NIV and talk about where he says, let your hand be with me. Amen. So we've been studying that for the last few episodes. We first mentioned that Jabez praised that he would be blessed indeed. Indeed he did. Indeed he did, and indeed he was. So we realized that God wants us to have the same relationship with him that he had with Jabez. So when you're comfortable enough to ask God for something, you're showing your faith by trusting that he will answer. That's right. And we also mentioned that Jabez asked God to enlarge his territory. And we affirm that you can enlarge your territory of the mind, your ministry, finances, and things to that extent. I mean, there's so many different things we could ask for. Yeah. But asking for more of the things God has planned for you for His kingdom is thinking bigger and asking for more responsibility to help Him. That's right. right? And that's where our mind should really be asking, you know. Yes. Should really be be wondering. Yeah, things you know, of what, His... Things of his will. Yeah, what can I do for the kingdom? Mm -hmm. So this week we're going to be looking into the third section of the prayer, which is, let your hand be with me. So Jabez was asking for the thing he needed most, which was God's protection and provision. Jabez knew that with all the blessings that had been fulfilled from God, he could never handle those immense blessings without the hand of God. That's correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've been studying this scripture like we said, but there's a book called The Prayer of Jabez by Bruce Wilkinson. And it also has some great insight to this amazing prayer. And we just encourage you to read that book for yourself. So we need to realize the hand of God is where the actual power comes from. His hand was seen used on the people in the Old Testament, but when the Holy Spirit came, God can now work in us. So these are two different things. So like with Moses, God's hand was on Moses to do all those miracles and to lead those people and to do things like that. But then when the Holy Spirit came, like at Pentecost, then it was the Holy Spirit is in us and he can now work miracles and work things through us and not just when he has his hand on us because he didn't have his hand on everybody all the time so like moses was 
you know, able to make mistakes. And, and we're obviously able to make mistakes too. <laughs> but he can work through us, and it's just a smoother process. And all that change took effect in the book of Acts with the apostles. Yes. So that was amazing. And some people think that it was only for the apostles, but it wasn't. No. It was for everybody back then all the way through till, you know, today and the future. Right. He works in us. He lives in us. And that's how we're able to do the things that we do. Right. So in the book, The Prayer of Jabez, it mentions that God wants to grow the size of our faith with the size of our destiny. Mm -hmm. So we've been predestined for the work of the Lord from the beginning of time. Yeah. The Bible says he knew us in our mother's womb. So let's look at a couple of examples right here. So Ephesians 1 verse 11 out of the NLT, it says, Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then in Jeremiah 1 verse 5 out of the NLT as well says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as prophet to the nations. That's right. So in that last verse, God was speaking directly to Jeremiah. But that is how he uses us today. Like, you know, like we said, he had his hand on people, but now he's in us. So we are all to be prophets to the nations. And sometimes that means just praying for people may be your gift. Or sometimes it means going on mission trips. You know, it's up to what God puts in your heart and what your gift is. That's where he can use you. So it doesn't have to be some big thing. It can be just the smallest things. He has a special plan for each of us in our lives. And he gives us his power to be able to fulfill those plans. Because we couldn't do it on our own. Amen. He knows each of us so well that he knows we can't do it on our own, in our own strength. We have to rely on and trust in him. He can show us the things he has planned for us, like his will for our lives, but we can't expect to get there on our own. Sometimes when we try things on our own, we fail miserably. <laughs> so then we have to go to God and say, okay, I can't do this on my own. Right. So I'm trusting you and I believe that you can help me. So we need his help and he's planned it that way. Obviously, if we were able to do everything ourselves, then we wouldn't need him. Right. And that's not how things work. Right. We need to be asking for more power, not less trials. That's when right. we're facing a looming mountain or a problem that seems to be too big for us, then we are probably in the right place. Yeah. So when God has asked much of you, he is able to equip you with all you need. He will never ask more of you than you can handle. That's right. And that's important. Some people are like, God, this is too much. I can't handle this. Right. But he will never ask more of you than you're able to do. It may be stretching you. Yeah. It may be something you don't think you can do. But you can because he will equip you with everything you need. It's also important to remember that when you do ask God for more power, you will have more responsibility with it. That's right. When you ask for more, expect more and be ready for it. So be on your guard. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you may have overcome one giant, but will certainly face another. And God will be there for you every step of the way. That's right. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. Right. But when you do ask for more power or more of his will, things like that, don't just sit there and say, okay, you know, God's going to do everything for me. I don't have to do anything. That's, that's not how it works. So be expecting to do more and be expecting to take the responsibility to go and do the things that need to be done for that. God will equip you, but that doesn't mean you can sit on the couch and he's going to do everything for you. Right. God doesn't promote couch potatoes, so. <laughs> That's right. So in the book, The Prayer of Jabez, that we talked about, it's, it's really neat because he breaks it down into kind of three things that we need. And the first one is that we need to believe that God wants to bless you. You have to believe that he wants to bless you. And it's not just something that he's like, okay, I guess I'll bless you. You know, it's not like that. He's like, I want to bless you. We need to get that in our heads. So we also need to know that God has a plan for you. You're not a mistake. No matter what people have told you, no matter what has happened with your parents, what, whatever, if you've been told you're a mistake or you think that, that is wrong. God has a plan for you. Right. And the last one is that you need to know that God's power is available for everything that we need. Right. It's, it's just like we were saying. He's not going to ask you to do something that you're not able to do. He will give you his power because that's what you need. That's right. And we've talked about this before. We've always said, don't put limits on God. He is a big God who loves you. And he wants to see you succeed in every area of your life. Whether it's like personal growth, spiritual growth, healing, finances, anything you can think of. God is not only able to supply, he wants to supply he wants his children to succeed because he loves us. And that's where a lot of people get tripped up at. They think that God doesn't want to bless you. He doesn't want you to have the, these things. But, you know, if they're in line with his word, yeah, he's going to do everything he can to get that to you if you're wanting and, and asking for it. Yeah, and believing for it. Right. You know, it's easy to ask and want those things, but believing for them yeah. and speaking them into existence while they're lining up with his word, yeah, that's that's something that people don't do. That's a huge, that's a huge part of it. And that's where they limit God. Yeah. So the important thing to remember is that when we do receive that power, whether through like a promotion or blessings, we can't take the credit for ourselves. Yeah. We can't do that. We need to give God all the glory and honor that is due him. He blessed us, and we need to thank Him. That's so important. And one way we can do that is by telling people all that He's done for us. Yeah. Your testimony is so important. So when people see the greatness in us, we need to tell them that it's not us. It's God. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's something I think that 
people who are prosperous, even in the faith, they kind of lose that. So they kind of start thinking, oh, I did this on my own. I built this ministry and things like that. And yeah. you just can't do that. It yeah. was all God. You know, you had to walk it out, but God gave the power. Yeah. All right. So God is at work in our lives right at this very moment. Mm-hmm. His will is for our prosperity now. That's right. He doesn't want to just bless us in the future. He wants us healthy, financially prosperous, and spiritually soaring today. Mm-hmm. The only thing we need to do are ask, believe, and receive. And Jesus taught us this very important lesson. That's so right. let's look at two different scriptures. Matthew 21, verse 22. This is out of the NIV. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. That's right. And those three words are in that one sentence. Right. Ask, believe, and receive. Yeah. So Mark 11, verse 23 to 24, also out of the NIV, says, Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. That is such a precious promise. You know, so many people think sometimes that if they ask, they're not going to receive. So they're not believing and they won't receive. That's just how it works. You have to believe and it's going to be yours when it lines up with his will. So that's important. So we need to ask for big things from God in accordance with his will. And he will give you more than you can handle on your own. We must truly come to the realization that we can't prosper without our daddy's hand. And, you know, recently God told me to ask for something that only he can do for me. So I had like a lot of things running through my head. But there was one thing in particular that only he can do for me. And so I'm still asking. I'm still expecting that. So we want you to seek him and answer that question for yourselves. Because he's not only asking that of me. He's asking that of everyone. Tell me something that you want me to do that only I can do. That's what he's saying to us. So we need to figure out what that is and believe that he will do that for us. So never be afraid to ask more of God. Yeah. Never. Amen. Amen. All right. So that's the end of this episode. We hope that you guys have enjoyed it. But uh, you may be out there and maybe you've never asked Jesus to be Lord of your life. Or maybe you've done that and you've fallen away like I did in the beginning. But if you've never done this before, you may be asking, how in the world do I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior? You know, do I have to get right with God? Well, you need to get right with God, yeah, but you don't have to clean your life up. Like we talked about last week, you don't have to do that. You know, choosing to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the most important decision you will ever make in your entire life, though. So God's Word promises this, and let's look at this. It's Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. It says that if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. 
And then a little bit down on Romans 10, verse 13, it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It's that simple. You know, by, by God's grace, He's already done everything to provide salvation. Your part, as we talked about here, is just to simply believe and receive. Yeah. Believe and receive Jesus as your Lord. You don't have to get right with God before you do this. Yeah. You have to come to Him broken. You have to come to Him however you are. Mm-hmm. And if you will just pray these, this, this out loud and believe it in your heart and really, truly make that change, you know, that's all you have to do. So pray this out loud with me and believe it in your heart. Like I said, Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. And that is how simple it is. The very moment, though, that you commit your life to Jesus Christ... The truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And that means that you've been born again and that there is a brand new you. Your whole, your spirit has been made whole, as whole as it will ever need to be. Yes. Now we just have to work on the flesh and the mind. That's right. <laughs> and you, you know, we say this too, that you may not feel any difference. You know, things around you probably won't change right but you when you prayed that prayer and you meant it and you believed it there is a brand new you and you are saved right you have the mind of christ amen all right so that is the end of this episode but we would encourage you to go to our website if you've never been there uh it's the messengersradio.com and uh all of our social media links are there all of our past episodes from the past several years are there. Uh, you can visit us also on SoundCloud or iTunes or YouTube. Hopefully yeah. we'll get some new YouTube stuff done. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, we need to do stuff like that. So anyway, but if you guys get a chance, check us out there. Uh, go to the, uh, the, the little icon at the top that says contact us. And if you need to ask us any questions or you need prayer for anything or yeah. you're just simply needing something different. Or you no. just want to share your testimony. Yeah, that we love cool testimonies. Too. Yeah. And if you want us to share it on the show, we definitely will do that. But, uh, yeah, click on the contact us, fill out that little form there. And once you submit it, it'll email both Trisha and myself. And if you don't want us to share it, yeah, let us know. We don't, But we love to hear testimonies. We love to hear what God has done for, for people, how he's brought them through it. So definitely check us out on our website. All right? All right. So until the next episode, which will be the last one for the prayer Jabez, right? That's right. Yes. Uh, we will talk to you guys soon. We love you guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Did you enjoy today's episode of The Messengers Radio? Well, we sure hope you did. And if you'd like to contact us, you can always go to themessengersradio.com, click on the contact button, and fill out that form there. That'll go to both Trisha and myself. We look forward to hearing from you.